Welcome to the build-up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Hello and welcome to the build-up here on Balls.ie. Our weekly look ahead to all the biggest weekend action, uh, all the biggest sporting action of the weekend ahead in association with Labrooks. We're looking at football this week and I'm delighted to say we are joined as always by Kevin Doyle. Kevin, how are you? I'm very good, Nick, yourself. I'm not bad now, I'm not yeah, it was good. It is good to be back. We've been talking a lot of rugby lately, so it's time to get the time to dust off the football cobwebs. And uh, no better way to do that than the return of the Champions League last night. We'll get to the weekends, Premier League, and everything else in a minute. But um, a lot of people will have watched Liverpool kind of uh, you know rise like Lazarus and beat RB Leipzig, and a very good result for them. But I think a lot of the world were focused on uh, PSG and Barcelona last night. I know you were watching it. I was watching it, and. There seemed like it was a bit of a passing of the torch, and Kylian Mbappe took the mantle from Leo Messi as possibly yeah. the world's best player. Yeah, I know it was only one game, but it really was that sort of sort of moment. It felt like um, a pity he wasn't in front of a crowd watching it, and um, you know he'd love that atmosphere. He's scoring a hat trick, Mbappe. I was watching it with my eight-year-old son, and um, you know he doesn't really remember Messi. He doesn't remember Messi. Betsy watches him on YouTube, but to him, Mbappe now is the best player in the world, and that's you know for me um, a strange feeling. Still, Lionel Messi, he's getting on. He's older, and he didn't play well last night. But just looking at my eight-year-old and seeing how excited he was to see Mbappe, and he was asking me, "I thought Messi, Dad, Messi's not fast, is he? Messi is really quick, <laughs> you know." So you know, it really was. You know, Mbappe is the future. He is, and that's football, and that's life, and you move on. But he he lived up to it last night. His goals were far. He's far First goal, his footwork was just unreal. Um, the goal for his hat trick, you know, um, real sort of iconic goals as well in a massive game, and and that's what you that's why you want to see so long, Messi, Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldo, and it, fantastic as it was, it's nice to see someone for a, for a moment or two anyway, for a year, to stepping up a little. Those who had obviously be very very difficult, but he looks like he has the potential, the talent, and exciting, and and something for said grand for us but for my eight-year-old and for the next generation of kids coming through to to idolize someone else yeah and ultimately it's the eight-year-olds who really decide who the big star is of the game at the moment <laughs> yeah. isn't it like you know and that's yeah. it is good to see that there is somebody there because like it's not as if Mbappe is that uh, as I saw somebody point out like the man who scored in the World Cup final a couple of years ago has arrived yeah. on the world stage you know he's been there and he's done it but it is nice to see we know that the next generation isn't we're, we're, we're so blessed with the Messi, Ronaldo, the longevity of it and the talent of it and the amount of goals that they scored. We're probably not going to get that for the next person if it is Mbappe or whatever, but it was good to see a night like last night where they just showed that they still are the class above what's there at the moment anyway, if nothing else. And it was, do you know what, there was a, there was a definitely a sense of excitement watching it, even even for us non-eight-year-olds. Yeah, no, definitely. he. That's, I think, the difference in Mbappe and others that have come and gone over the years who've sort of half challenged for a year or two, um, you know, put it up to Ronaldo and Messi. And Mbappe gives you that excitement where you think this guy could score any sort of goal. Um, you know, he, he puts you on the edge of your seat. You're excited watching him. You know, he's, the difference between his first goal, quick feet, skill in the box, his, sec, uh, his hat-trick goal, you know, top corner finish. So, um blister and pace he has all the things you know if he wanted to if he's as dedicated as Messi dedicated Ronaldo that he could be those you know the potential to be those for the next 10 years I know he scored in the World Cup final and he's he's 21 or two and he's playing for PSG as he said he he sort of half done it but he hasn't had the 
the iconic status, the best player in the world, the, the Ballon d'Or after Ballon d'Or. Um, but he, you feel he can do that, and he's exciting to watch. He's like Messi, you know. You you, mm. you turn on that you turn on that game last night to watch him really more. You you hope to see Messi play well, and you think he still has it. But you turn on that game. I watched that game. Again, my, my eight-year-old knows all Liverpool players and he knows them, and, but he wanted to watch PSG because Mbappe, um, because Messi was playing for Barcelona, but now he's a new star to follow. So they're the reasons kids watch football, why football is so big, such a popular sport. It's players like Mbappe. It's not the rest of the run of the mill, unfortunately, the likes of me for years playing. It's not me, it's not them, it's Mbappe's, <laughs> it's Messi's, it's Ronaldo's, um, and rightly so. And we need to keep, you know, it's been those two for so long and they're getting on. We need the mm. next generation of world super star iconic status the reason the kids get the the jerseys and the stickers and put the posters up on the wall and, and that's what you know stars like that gets gets the next generation into football and and hooked yeah absolutely it's funny i've been watching the the pele documentary that's on netflix and or that's going to be on netflix next week but uh it's great that that's still the case it's still that the kid will what will gravitate towards that one player and i have heard it as well about mbappe from other people they're always a little bit ahead of the rest of us when it comes to and i think that's because the rest of us are holding on a little bit to our nostalgia and i suppose a, a, a sadness in a way of of seeing maybe the decline of messi and Watching it last night, Kevin, I don't know if you agree with me, but I don't know how much decline there is in Messi, but what's around him at the moment? There was times in the second half where I saw him, like I'm, he gave a beautiful early pass at one stage out when you thought he was going to carry the ball and he got into a brilliant position and the guy hit the ball back to him, I would say about 20 yards past him. And you're just thinking, and he still won the ball and I think they won the corner and you're just like, what does he have to do? Like he's, he, yeah. this isn't, there isn't a real Barcelona team like in the way that he's been playing with for so long. Listen, they were the team for the last 10 years. You know, Barcelona, it's the Spanish national team. It's watching Barcelona play. It's, you know, it's Messi, Barcelona. It's sort of, I admire him. It's easy for him now, you know, or last year or two, you could see Barcelona were, were starting to, to drop and, and their sort of financial difficulties and everything goes with it. And they're in a changeover period and they're trying to bring in new players and exciting players. And, you know, signings haven't worked out. Um, spent a lot of money last year on players. You know, they have tried, but they haven't worked out. Um, and now they're in a bit of a decline, but I'd like him to stay there. I wouldn't like him to move. I want him to be that, you know, one club player. He's been there through the good times and be there through the slightly bad times. It's not the end of the world for Barcelona. They're still, you know, challenging for the league and still a top club, but not quite as good as they were. Not going to win the Champions League probably, or definitely not this year anyway. So, um, but I'd like him to be there, to stay there, to be that player who was there all along, seen it through fantastic times, but also was there when it went a little bit trickier when he could when he could leave at the end of the season it sort of looks like he does his body language wasn't supposed the best last night um but it must be difficult for him psychologically you know you're the best player in the world and and everyone loads you and then you're playing against psg last night fantastic team and the likes of mbappe you can see you can see coming through who's who's as good as you or who's better than you and you know you're, you're not quite the same player you were See, psychologically for him, it'll be sort of a difficult period, but I'd love him to just stay at Barcelona and be there till the very end. You know, he's stayed there so long now, he might as well see it out to the end and be the player who stays, the one club man, the club legend, um, world legend, obviously. But um, as an example to other kids, you know, don't just up, up sticks and go when, when, when things aren't fantastic. You stay there and, and fight it out and through good times and bad. And, um, you know, he's, he was out of Ronaldo and Messi. I admired them both unbelievable players but Messi was the one I would have always picked over and alone and it is a little a little bit sad watching last night for us not for the kids as you said to see see that changing 
change another guard. He's still got something in though. I still think he's got the moments. He's still still got a couple of years in him, but just not to the same level, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 and could do with some help around him. We'll see. Does he stay on? But I think, uh, as you say yourself, um, maybe maybe not to that same level, but still, I still a joy to watch. Still makes me turn on the TV yeah. anyway, and time catches up with us all. Unfortunately, uh, speaking of time catching up, I don't know if it's a time issue, but uh, Liverpool obviously that's a really really good result last night, and I wonder will that kind of kick them on a little bit? But I suppose you can't get away from the fact that it is a personnel issue and injuries and so on and so forth that is costing them a lot in, in, in these games. And they're running the Premier League is borderline unprecedented. I'm not, are they down to sixth in the league now? I think they might be, I should have yeah. checked that. And, you know, it's going to be hard for them to rescue it back. They're playing Everton at the weekend, so not exactly a small game there either. Um, what do you think is, from this point on, is just getting into fourth at this stage? a success yeah. for Liverpool and go as far as you can the Champions League. That's what they have to look yeah, at, isn't it? Definitely salvage it. You know, they've been very, very unlucky defensively in in the injuries they've had, you know. Um, they didn't have, I suppose, at the start of the season, you look at Liverpool and you talk about this, the depth in their squad was the one worry for how intense they play and how many competitions they're in and, and you know, that they didn't really have strength and depth. And now they were more, more than a look with losing the Anderson center half and you know it unsettled him and it hasn't been good for him and you have to say that's been a key reason why they've struggled but now you've got West Ham ahead of them you've got Chelsea back going strong and all of a sudden you know top four seemed automatic to all of a sudden going god we really you know you have to have a good get in the top four which would have been you know madness to be thinking about say November December they were still top of the league so um you know, if you're a Liverpool fan, you'd be very worried. You'd be sort of worried. Like, they, they still, I still think Jurgen Klopp is a fantastic manager. One, the best, if not one of the best, if not the best manager in the world. Um, and he's just, you know, having a difficult spell. And you'd be worried about the little bit of rumours that he's having to deny about he's going to take a sabbatical or whatever. But for me, looking at it, the only worry I would have was how successful he was in Germany and how it finished for him. You know, um, he, he, he they nearly got relegated, I think, near the end in um when he was mm. in Germany. Um, you know, from winning the league to a season or two later. So that he sort of has that on his C V. I'm not saying that's gonna happen of course at Liverpool, but you just have that in the back of your head. He he does have this moment as a manager in his career that things like this can happen. Um I I you know, I would be totally to stick with him and, you know, see it out. He's done so much for Liverpool and been so good for the league and, and you know, your faith in managers and people. He really he really impresses me and his demeanour and how he acts. But You'd just have that in the back of your head, I think, if you're a Liverpool fan, how it ended at his previous club. Um, but I still think, you know, they give him time and give him money and get some players in. And I did, I do think they need a little recycle of players. Um, players are getting on. There's a few contractual issues and different things. So um, I would really hope that nothing happens there um, other than he deciding he needs a break and a change. But um, owners-wise, they should counter if he starts to have him and give him plenty of time to make sure that they get it right over the next few years and come back strong again and um, this season is it's obviously out of question win the league but just to to rescue the champions league would be what a you know catastrophe to win the premier league to win the champions league the year before that and then third season then they don't if they didn't qualify for the champions league it'd be a massive mm. fall from grace um and it's the hardest thing in the world to do you know, dragging us on a bit, but you hear all the managers like Alex Ferguson to do it again, to do it again, and some of the decisions he made and some of the players he got rid of to, you know, he didn't show any loyalty. Um, some of the top players left Manchester United when they were at their peak because Ferguson sensed that, you know, to go on again, to win the league the next year, 
to keep to be the top club he had to make those ruthless decisions and um you know that's why it's so difficult to do it season after season after season um you know liverpool gave all those players that and rightly so the the you know the chance to go again and win the league again and uh, you know you know they all spoke about it the second season to do it again is going to be harder than the first um when the first took a long time it was very difficult and the second you know has proven to be again so it's very tough to maintain it the premier league is so difficult man city you know spent a lot of money to get back to be top of the league and where they are and, and you know i did a man city game in november december things can change so quickly they drew at west brom i think and were sitting yeah. six or seven in the league way off it and so it can change it can turn quickly people were writing them off then and they've come back and shown how class they are so you wouldn't be, you wouldn't write liverpool off now but it's a difficult difficult end to the season for them Absolutely, yeah, and you see Pep as well kind of uh, battling through his traditional stepping off point at Manchester yeah. City and going on then an, an unbelievable record win, uh, uh, winning run um, and basically wrapping up the league. They're going to feature Man City in 1-2-3 uh, this week. Uh, this is where you can get on to labbrooks.com and play 1-2-3 for free. You pick three scores from this weekend's Premier League games. If you get one right, you get a one euro free bet. If you get two, you get a five euro free bet. And if you get all three, you win a hundred euro cash. Kevin is going to pick the games uh, for us this week. Um, you can look at them there. It's uh, Fulham, Sheffield United on Saturday night is the first one up. A relegation six-pointer, Kevin. Or maybe not, because I think everybody in the bottom three is already relegated. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. In fairness to Fulham, Fulham are the ones that have a, ch- a chance, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. A real outside chance. Kevin, I might just cut across you there for a sec because it just seems as though uh, we've just lost your signal a little bit there. Um, We'll try and get Kevin back and see is it any better in just a second. As I said, we're just looking at the one, two, three games for the weekend. Fulham Sheffield United is on Saturday night. Aston Villa Leicester is on at two o'clock on Sunday. And Arsenal versus Manchester City is the 4.30 game, big game on Sunday afternoon. Kevin, I think I can see that you, you seem to be back on with us there. Yeah, sorry about that. We just lost you as you were saying that Fulham's good run of form. Yeah, no, just in, in recent weeks, seeing them, they happen to be on TV, watching them play. They look really organised, look really good, look look like a team who can score goals. So, listen, it's a big ask for them. They're tailed off a bit, but um, I think they'll finish the stronger. Um, yeah, they, they don't look like a team who should be in the bottom three when you're watching them play. I'm mm. surprised they're there. Um, but I'm going, yeah, I'm going to go for Fulham to win this game. 2-1 home win to, to Fulham. Sheffield United, they keep fighting Sheffield United and they're trying their best, but it's just not going their way. Um, very difficult season for them. But, you know, Fulham half a chance, you never know, but difficult at this stage. Yeah, I think it's because everyone around them down there, Brighton and Newcastle and all these teams are all, Burnley are all picking up points on a regular basis. But it is, again, they do, they, they are a team that are in a decent bit of form. Sheffield United, as you mentioned there, probably, they probably true their run of form that maybe gave them a glimmer of hope for a, for a few minutes of bad defeat to West Ham. In that West Ham game, John Egan went off with what looked yeah. like a serious injury. And I think every Ireland fan is just going, Jesus, how much bad luck can Stephen Kenny has? Shane Duffy is having an absolute nightmare in Glasgow at the moment. In, in, I'm sure he'll still play for Ireland and everything like that, but you can't be too trusting of his form. Mm-hmm. Dar O'Shea has lost his place. Maybe that's just a temporary thing at West Brom. He's only a young guy. Um, you've got Kevin Long probably not playing at Burnley, uh, as always. And you've got uh, Kieran Clark is in and out of the Newcastle team. 
and the way Stephen Kenny plays, John Egan's so comfortable on the ball is so important, and it looks like we're going to have to have two World Cup qualifiers without him. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was watching that. Um, it looks you've stretched it off. You know, foot and a boot and things like that in the medical boot so it doesn't look like he's going to be back anytime soon big loss with Shane Duffy's form you know I don't know if Shane Duffy will play I know you're saying he will he will play but I don't think he as as good as been for over recent years how he's been this season for Celtic his confidence must be short, so shot I don't know if you can he's not getting in the Celtic team now I don't know if you can play him in the Ireland team but he mm. might just might give him a reprieve um this injury Kieran Clark I've seen him a few times this season I played with Kieran and I, I think he's playing well when I've seen him play for Newcastle. He's a Newcastle have picked up a little bit. He's, you know, he, he could, you know, he, if he's played a, enough times for Ireland, he should be able to settle in there. His experience, he'd be able to play. But yeah, it's a, from what is a comfortable, was a comfortable position for Ireland. You know, you'd say our two centre halves, our back four solid anyway. Um, yeah. You know, this time last year, to all of a sudden, that nearly looks our, our you know, our weakest position, um, depending on Shane Duffy's form. Um, you know, it's a big call for Stephen Kenny to start him now because you know he, if Shane doesn't play well or makes a mistake, it's going to be picked up on straight away. People will be watching every movie he makes. If he doesn't, if he is at fault for anything, um, the manager is going to get the blame because you know you'd be, why did he pick him? So mm. um, big, big decision um, and a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who you play there. Um, you know, it's probably going to be Shane Duffy and Kieran Clark looking at it, and it's sort of a balanced one. But they're not the type. Of, it's not the type of on the ball two centre halves that uh, the manager sort of likes. Um, mm. But you just have to adapt, don't you? And you have to play a different style. You you go with what you have. So they're the two that I'd imagine will start. But it's a big call playing Shane Duffy. For sure, yeah, and I suppose it's, it's a big question for, for Stephen Kenny, as you mentioned. Um, look, we'll talk loads about Ireland in the coming weeks as we get closer to those games. It's going to be a big, big, big game uh, when we kick off, I think, against Serbia uh, at the end of next month. But back to the Premier League this week then, uh, yeah. Aston Villa versus Leicester. Top four, riding high Leicester uh, on Sunday. Um, Villa beat them at... Uh, I was going to say the Walker Stadium. I don't know. I, don't, I keep showing my age in this. Uh, in this, uh, in, I don't know what uh, now, the, the King Power. The, the King, King Power, Power, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but uh, Villa and Leicester. Leicester, like, just I was just really impressed. I know that yeah. lots went for them against Liverpool, but I was just so impressed by how they continue to sort of take care of business every time it's put up in front of them this season. Yeah, you know, really impressive. The manager really impressive. Jamie Vardy, he's getting a little bit older now, but I, I just to think him up there about his goal score, and I was watching against the top, or the so-called top six in the Premier League over the last number of years, the historical top big six, and his, his record, you know, he just keeps doing it, scoring against all the top teams. He's, he's um, you know, what a player to come from where he came so late in his career to be still doing it. Um, you know, to me anyway, that's, he's, he's uh, probably the... You know, there was thing about Premier League best ever signings. You know, hard to look beyond yeah. him for for best ever signing, and and to still be doing it. Um, I I'm actually going to f I fancy Villa a little bit at home. I'm going to go for a one all draw on this one. Um, you must be happy enough with Villa this season, Mick. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I spent Valentine's night watching them uh, uh, against Brighton. In don't think they had a chance at ninety minutes. Probably should have lost about four 0 But other than that, I'm delighted with them. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nil all draw for that. Yeah, look, I don't know. I, I kind of think they're on. They're, Villa are very hit and miss. You never know what, what team you're yeah. going to get. They're very, very inconsistent. But it's definitely a massive improvement on last season anyway. But, uh, 
yeah, it's Leicester for me. I think uh, you, yeah. these are the type of games they need to be getting points from if they're going to maintain the top four, isn't that right? Yeah, it is, of course, yeah. Um, and listen, it's not not like a strange thing for them in top four. They're used to being in this position now. It's not just one season wonder, you know, That's anymore. True, yeah. It's season after season. They're used to being there. The players are there. Um, they're still Premier League winners there. So, listen, it's not, it's not you know, Brendan Rodgers is used to managing teams in the top of the league now. So, it's, it's not um, a strange situation for them. Um, wouldn't be surprised at all if they're in the top four. I, for some reason, I just have a feeling Villa will get something out of this game. I don't know. Yeah. As you said, they're hot and cold. I think they're due a hot one. And today, to, for Villa against that, I think a draw will be good in this one. I just think Villa have, and as you know, they have players who can, you know, turn it on, seem to turn it on sort of when they want. Um, mm. Oh yeah, just fancy. I just have a feeling. No particular yeah. reason why. Just a feeling Villa yeah. will get something against Leicester in this one. That's the best way to play one, two, three in my experience. Uh, so, so <laughs> Fulham, you're going for two one to to beat Sheffield United in one all between yeah. Aston Villa and Leicester, and then you're going to win your hundred euro by picking the right score in Arsenal versus Man City. Man City are, uh, you know, everyone saying they're sauntering the title. They could beat Everton tonight and go ten points clear, uh, and then they have to go to Arsenal. Season could be over, it could be all wrapped up, but it's actually not the easiest week uh, this week to kind of keep the run going. It trips to Everton and Arsenal, who are somewhat back on form after their hammering of Leeds at the weekend. Yeah. Um, Arsenal, again, really hard one to call with them, what sort of way they're going to play. Um, the, the reason I've, got, I've gone for um, I've gone for three once that you win, um, it's tough for them as they are, but it's... They're just, there's just an aura about them now, confidence, a way they're playing, listening to manager talk compared to how he was looking and talking, say, pre-Christmas. He just seems to be back to his old self. He's confident, there's a spark in his eye. There's people scoring goals all over the pitch for them now where they were struggling there on the season. It's just hard to see. Hard for anyone to call anything other than a City win in this one. I'm going to go for a 3-1 away win. Um, yeah, um, I just think they have, you know, yeah. as many games as City have, they have a big squad and they'll rotate, and I just don't see it being a big big issue or a big problem for them. Absolutely, yeah, they've been so impressive lately, but uh, and maybe Arsenal, one game can deceive against a team like Leeds. But, Kevin, that's brilliant. Thanks a million. We've got uh, Fulham. You're going for Fulham to beat Sheffield United 2-1, one all between Aston Villa and Leicester, and a 3-1 win for uh, Man City at the Emirates. If all three of those come off, Kevin will win himself €100 Euro cash. To play for free on uh, ladbrooks.com now, one, two, three. Just go and pick your selections for all three games. If you get one right, you get a one euro free bet. If you get two, you get a five euro free bet. And if you get all three, you win a hundred euro cash. Kevin, it's uh, football's back. You're back. Uh, the Champions League is back. I suppose football never actually went away. But um, good to talk to you. Now chases we, are gone, Mick. Well, for one week anyway. <laughs> <But sure. laughs> we've got we've got a three month run in now to uh, to get ready for the rest of the season. So I hope you go, I hope you're ready to go. Yeah. Thanks a million, Kevin. We'll be back with more build up uh, later on in the week. Actually, we're going to start our, our our look ahead to um, Cheltenham. Um, our build up to all the big our weekly build up to all the big races um, in Cheltenham tomorrow, and we'll have more build up next week. We'll have Kevin. We'll have Stephen on to talk about the Italy game, egg chasing and all. And uh, we'll be back with you then. Take it easy.